Blog Talk Radio. Edition of the John Party when he was Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Oh, the Swad, darling. Happy Friday. Bye, yay. Isn't that what they say? Bye, yay. It's Viernes. Okay, I don't know. Arriba. Okay. <laughs> it's Friday. Whatever that is. That's all. It's Friday. Okay. Oh, yeah, it is a myth. Gosh, January is half gone. I see. God, Happy pre King Day. Okay, I know that's right. We're going to get it in. Hey. Mm-hmm. Ooh, how are you tonight, Cal? Yeah, King is on the drop side of the weekend. Um, pretty good. Just, just got back cold again, but uh, hanging in there. Yeah, keep hanging. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Papa Diddy? Everything is cool. All right, excellent, excellent. Yeah, how you doing? Cool. Oh, I am wonderful. Oh, okay. Oh, ever wonderful. Okay, there you go. All right. That came from some song. <laughs> oh, I'm going to stay as I am. <laughs> oh, Gary going to EWF? <laughs> Break it down. Hey, I love EWF. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next to Prince. All right. That's my second people. All right. But, okay. Well, what are we getting into? Uh, so I'm gonna kick it over to Papa Didi. Mm. Oh, he's thinking too hard. Oh, I leave topic a bit there. Wait you a know, minute. You know, so many things going on today. Um, they let a guy out of jail today who was one of the uh, Proud Boys. I guess that's his title, his group. Mm-hmm. But this guy, ironically, was like a little half black, half Spanish. And I think he did six months in jail, came out with a big old knapsack. Mm-hmm. You know, and people greeted him and hugged him and stuff like that. And they asked him what did he plan on doing to this point. And he said he's going to separate himself a little bit from the Proud Boys. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think about that? Hmm. Well, that's probably the smartest you thing you can do. You think he learned something or you think it's... Because he's down, he, he answered that question like... Just like that. When well, he, he had six months to think about it. I think, okay, my opinion yeah, is think? I think that's the smartest choice that he can make. He shouldn't have been hooked up with these people in the first place. But I think the six months lockdown gave him time to reconsider. And now maybe he realizes the error of his ways. And hopefully he meant what he said. It's probably four of a good behavior. Well, however much time. That's my opinion. Okay. Yeah. You want me to break down again now? I'm, I'm sorry. The, the, one of the leaders of the Proud Boys okay. was let out today, but he wasn't your typical Anglo white guy. He, uh, oh, okay. He looked a little Spanish, a little, a little black, really, to be honest with you. Well, how long did how long did he, he do? He had a six-month six bid, and I think he came out after four months, good behavior, whatever. Was, was he fined or anything? I don't know what, what his other status was. Okay. But, um, you don't know where he, he was claimed from? that he 
what he said is that he's going to try to separate himself from the start separating himself a little bit from the brow boys. A little bit or tell Well, that was his term. So. <laughs> yeah, so what do you think about that? What do you what do you get out of that? Maybe he's just trying to sound good, you know, trying to front right now. But I think he kind of like a Zimmerman. You know, Zimmerman talk all that good stuff. He got all yada yada, but within the next, within that year or so, he was in trouble again. So I'm quite sure we'll see this guy again. Wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just something just to get him out, try to get him clear, um, yada, yada. Just, uh, we'll see him again. Do you think that was just his reply because somebody stuck a mic in his face? Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he, what he's going to say, I'm going to continue to be radical and be stupid and, you know, <laughs> uh, duh, no. Yeah, I'm going to go to a rally tomorrow. Right. <laughs> so when he sounded like he was on the fence, that's what he is. You know, but he's really not. But well, we'll see. I mean, I say within the next six months. I'm not wishing okay. nothing bad on nobody. But okay, but you give it six months. Yeah. All right. I'll put a quarter on that. <laughs> what you say, Papa Diddy? Well, I, I personally say that jail is jail. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that once you go to jail, there's nothing like it, and there's nothing fashionable about it. And you don't go in there like you some kind of proud boy, you mm-hmm. know, because there's people in there that's going to be in there a lot longer than you mm-hmm. for a lot more serious crimes. And I'm sure he looked around and said this stuff a few nights laying that in that little, on that one person cot made of metal. What the hell am I doing here? Mm-hmm. You know, and how can I avoid this in the future? Because, you know, I think that everybody's, I think a lot of them are beginning to realize that you know, following Trump like that is not really, you know, it's getting kind of old, you know. Yeah. It's getting old when the person's sitting in Mar-a-Lago drinking <laughs> tequilas and, you know, Mai Tais and whatever else they drink up here in Florida. Right. And, and you know, it's like kind of, you know, it's kind of scary, you know. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? I mean, it's uh, very interesting. So. Okay. I wish the dude the best of luck, you know. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to go that far yeah. to make a point. Well, I'm going to put my quarter on Kettle's bet six months. <laughs> we'll see what happens. That you'll see him again, huh? Yep. In trouble. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right. We'll see. You ready for the rundown, Kettle? Sure, sure. All right. All right. What's on the docket for tonight? Got a lot today. All right, let's get into it. Um, a hot topic tonight. King family to leave D.C. Hey, that's like our place. March for Voting Rights on MLK Day. Also, the IRS says uh, expect delays this tax season. And Biden administration announces program and funding to fix bridges. Our hit it and quit it headlines. Former Washington football team player sentenced to prison. Wow. Kevin Hart and Meek, uh, Meek Mill are teaming up with uh, Fanatic CEO. Also, first female-owned black dispensary. Um, Dems clap back at GOP, senator over Biden nominee. Kwame Brown, haven't heard that name. I'm sorry, Kwame Kilpatrick has a new job. Never heard his name in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, states say um, Neviat steered borrowers toward costly student loans. Our cocktail of the week, I got a good one tonight, was Papa and Papa Didi. Of course, we have to lighten it up with our weird news. 
wrong Wright brothers plate flew through approval. Also, Sheriff's No Shave fundraiser bridges 4K uh, moves year-round. And Florida man with drugs around his penis denies they were his. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine, <laughs> you got a surprise for us tonight, living for the city with Papa Didi. My Hollywood wrap-up, the kiss the list, and the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with a hot topic. Bonsoir, bonsoir. This is red wine, or as they say in Paris, je suis ben rouge. Join me every Friday right here on A Pajama Party, where I'll get on my rant sit on my little bar stool and give you my opinion on whatever has been bugging me or whatever's on my mind this week. You don't want to miss it. I know I won't. So be here with me every Friday, Red Wine, on the Pajama Party Show. Visit us on www.apajamaparty.com and check us out. We'll see you there. All right, welcome back to John Party One. Who is Papa Dina? Here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Ooh, it's time for the hot topics. Let's get it cracking. Oh, oh. Uh, let's see. Kettle, you're up first. Hey, what is going on? I'm always first. What is it? Yeah, I know that too. Oh, uh, what's up with you that? You protest. I'm with you. <laughs> okay. uh, whatever. So pick it. All right. Everybody knows, if you don't know, MLK it will be Monday. But his official birthday is tomorrow, um, technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the King family will lead the D.C. March. Yay. And right on time, because they just redid the um, Frederick Duck Bridge. Oh, okay. So they're going to walk over that first before they go down to um, the main monument. Mm. So the King family will honor the late civil rights leader on Monday by de- uh, demanding action on federal voting rights legislation. Yes. Yes. Um, Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., eldest son, Martin Luther King III, his wife, um, what's this, Andrea uh, Waters King, and their daughter, Yolanda Renee King. Oh, yeah, she's up to Yes, she is. She's about 15 now, I think. Yeah, she's getting older, too. Yeah, she is growing up. Um, are leading a march on the Martin Luther King Day across the Frederick Douglass Memorial Bridge at D.C. at 10 uh, before they go down to the main memorial. Uh, it's called the Peace Walk, urging the Senate and President Biden to enact federal voting rights legislation. Uh, the King family, civil rights leaders, students, and other activists have long called for law- lawmakers to expand and protect access to the ballot. Um, protesters marched in the nation's capital all summer, including some who were arrested at um, demonstrations and rallied in uh, August at the um, annual march in Washington, D.C., to bring the um, voting rights uh, attention to that. So on Tuesday, this past Tuesday, Biden delivered a forceful speech in Atlanta. Okay, he got it in. Attacking Republicans for passing um, restrictive voting laws in states such as Georgia, of course, and calling for sweeping um, voting rights legislation. Um, The Senate Majority Leader Charles E. Schumer, um, has said he plans to bring a package of uh, rule changes to the Senate floor uh, by the MLK Junior Day to allow Democrats a voting proposal to pass with a simple majority. So let's hope that's going to happen. Yeah? I hope so. They've been dragging this thing out for way too long. 
this is some stressful shit. I mean, why have we come to this? This is crazy because these white folks and these Republicans don't want to have shit. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know why they keep playing this game. Yeah. It's like you keep trying to find ways to suppress people's votes. Yes. Just let people just vote. To, they're trying to stack the deck, you know, before the election. Sure, but... Trying to do whatever. But you know what, though? I just think that too much effort on anything just doesn't work out. You know what I mean? I mean, planning... Trying to, what are you trying to plan? The perfect murder... Or, you know, what was that thing, get away with murder with your oh, girl? Oh, how to, how to, how to get, get away with murder. How to get away with murder. And, you know, and you're also saying that, that you don't give a damn about the white people that are Democrats. And white people that are Democrats don't even feel that way. They're so closed-lipped and trying to be on the right side of white that they ain't saying nothing. They go along with the program, but ain't speaking up and saying that, you know, what about us kind of thing. Because I've never seen a world where they, they're talking where it's all this pro-white support, but it's only whites that you feel is on your side of the coin, but if it's going to affect the other white people, don't you think that's going to affect you eventually? There's only six degrees of separation in the world. Mm-hmm. At this Somebody point, is somebody's care. cousin, mother, brother, baby, daddy, or whatever. I don't think they care. Well, but it's going to, they're going to have to care because it's, yeah. going to come, it's going to come down the pipe. Yeah, I agree. You know, you can't disassociate yourself thinking just, oh, it's blacks and Spanish. No, it's not. There's a lot of white uh, Democrats, mm. tons of them. Yeah. And when they see the world is not, and they're poor. And when they see that the voting turned out the way they wanted to and mm. Trump is back mm. and they still pull white trash four or five years later, yeah. they're going to be like, what about us? And they're going to see Donald Trump Jr. and all them making millions, and they're going to be white like them saying, what the hell? But it wouldn't you surprise know. me um, on Monday you might see more whites out there, you know. Well, you usually do. You usually do. Look at. Yeah, that is what we usually see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, 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 what they, you know, they got a voice or they want to say something themselves, you know, not just us. It's just, mm-hmm. It should be, you know, equality across the board. Look at Charlottesville. Charlottesville is a perfect example. Charlottesville, Virginia was a perfect example. There was more whites out there protesting, mm. and a white woman ended up getting killed. Isn't that a truth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. And even at the, the insurrection in the Capitol building, a white woman ended up getting shot. Mm. And nobody mentions her name. She mm. was one of the most aggressive people, like Crispus Attucks. With mm-hmm. the British, you know, the first one to mm-hmm. jump out there, first one to get shot during the, you know, the British mm-hmm. Revolution. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what her name is. Yeah. They're not even saying her name. Yeah. And she was you out there to trying to bust up. through the window yeah. with the people that did the damage at the Capitol. And nobody even knows who she is. That is such a blow to her, her family, and everybody else. They've mentioned the name, but it just has not been. Yeah, it hasn't repeated. Right, right. Hasn't you know, I don't know it like, uh, right what's my girl's name, uh? Like Sandra Bland. Sandra Bland. Like we know her now. Exactly. Yeah. But that that lady, I, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like you were saying, Papa Didi, just like what I always say about gerrymandering, mm-hmm. every time they try to change the lines or the boundary lines mm-hmm. for one thing, you mess up something else. Mm-hmm. But they're so hyper-focused on trying well, to accomplish now? that one goal. It's like, oh, well, let's change the boundaries so we can put more of the re- voting Republicans in this district so that we can win this district for all of the, the, the red tickets on the ballot. So they want to change the line. And they try but to do it before they don't Trump realize, gets in there. But look what By you 2024, so it's like, 
Hurry up. Haste makes waste all the and, damn time. And that, this is what the old folks used to say, cut off your nose to spite your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're so busy trying to do one thing, they don't realize what you're sacrificing on the back end. Mm-hmm. Man, you can't set up, man. You If you want to get out of a relationship, just walk away. Yeah, just walk don't away. Don't try to set up your ex, because that shit will blow up in your damn face. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to set a trap and do this and do that and make the person suffer and all well, that. My thing and is you end up hurting yourself. They have to cheat to win. Yeah. That's the sad part. You can't just go on people's votes and this and that. you got to cheat to win first. If, if you think you all that, then just win on your own merit. No, they can't do that because they, they know they're outnumbered. They, right. they don't have the, the numbers. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Outnumbered. That's why Biden won. <laughs> they didn't have exactly. mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, on another note, uh, IRS this year, and I'm sure people experienced last year, but this year now they're saying it in advance, expect delays, and they've got a whole litany of ex- well, I won't say excuses, I'll say reasons as to why they say all of this is going to happen. Uh, there was a report from the taxpayer advocate on Wednesday of this week in their annual report to Congress, and they're saying they're gearing up now for the beginning of tax filing season, which uh, officially begins on January 24th. But they listed some of the challenges for taxpayers and your tax professionals, which would be your CPAs, your HR blocks, and all those other people who process taxes. They're saying part of the issue is the long processing times and the refund delays, difficulty in reaching the IRS reps by telephone, uh, email, not email, mail, regular mail that went out that hasn't been processed for months at a time. They said many months. Mm-hmm. Limited or no information available on the Where's My Refund page, which you normally can go to irs.gov if you have a refund pending. You should be able to click it, where's my refund, and find out the status of your refund. But last year, they were so far behind. Oh, yeah. You could click on that thing every, like, once a week, and it still didn't have an updated status. Right. So they're saying basically this year we're probably going to see that all over again. Uh, Some of the other challenges has to do with, uh, like I said, the backlog. Um, They're saying that they started – 2021 with more than 11.7 million returns from 2020, and it took them until June just to process the 2019 returns. So that's how far behind they are with the backlog. As of the middle of December, this past December, IRS had millions of items they still needed to address, including more than 6 million unprocessed individual returns. 2.8 million unprocessed business returns, and a combined more than 2.8 million unprocessed amended individual and business returns, and 4.75 million pieces of correspondence. So they're just in a jacked up place right now. So if you got any tax issues or questions or need help, I suggest you figure it out. Then get it done now, huh? Well, I'm still saying if you need to call them, right. good luck. So you're saying that you can file as early as January 24th? Yeah, okay. tax filing season begins January 24th. Gotcha. 
And what's the But if date? you're waiting on a refund, it might be a while. Okay. They extended the end date this year to the, yeah, 18th. the 18th. Yeah. To the 18th. 18th, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say not really an extension, just the 18th. I mean, yeah, the 18th. After yeah. a weekend. Yeah, I was going to say, and that's probably due to a weekend. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then, of course, they had, like, a lot of staff that was out with COVID. Oh, sure. Then you had employees who retired or resigned. So it's just been, like, the same kind of thing that's happening to companies all across the country. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to recoup. I mean, I mean, prime example, the mail, U.S. mail. Exactly. I haven't got mail and finally got something today in about almost seven days. Yeah. I had to go to the post office um, to go get some mail, and she gave me five pieces of mail, and one piece wasn't even mine. <laughs> I'm like, lady... <laughs> It's it's been crazy. Yeah. So. I know for a couple of days for me, I think for at least maybe two or three days in a row, mm-hmm. I got no mail. Right. I mean. And so. then like the next day, I figured, right. okay, now here it all comes. Right. And then the next day, I got like one or two pieces. Right. And I thought something's not right. Yeah, during that snow time. Yeah. But a lot of like you said, just like here, a lot of people are out have COVID, and then um, I know they talked about some leave. You know, if they didn't use it, they would lose it. So a lot of people have taken leave. Oh, yeah. Well, in the government, you have that use or lose it. Yeah. Use it or lose it, whatever they call it. Okay. All right. How early, people? Yeah. (laughs) How early, and don't depend on getting anybody on the phone at IRS. Right. It's going to be hit or miss. Uh Well, definitely log in, get their website, you know, log into that with your password and all that. That helps. Yeah. IRS.gov. Yeah. Try to you know put, do what count you can. together. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Biden next story. Uh, Biden's administration announced programs and fundings to fix uh, 15,000 bridges across the country. Um, oh. The Biden administration um, today announced the launch of new initiatives and 26.5 billion dollars in funds to address the nation's bridge crisis. Wow. Now you know the program will be administered by the Federal Highway Administration. It uh, represents the single largest dedicated bridge investment since the uh, construction of the international highway system, according to the news release from the United States Department of Transportation. That's your boy Pete Boucher, his department now. Boucher. Anyway, nationwide, the bridge program is expected to help repair approximately 15,000 highway bridges. Okay. In addition to um, providing funds to states, to replace, rehab, preserve, protect, and construct highway bridges. The program includes dedication to tribal transportation uh, facility bridges as well as off-system bridges, which are generally local-owned facilities, not on the federal aid highway system, according to the news release from the Transportation Department. Now, as we spoke on them earlier, the U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg said that uh, modernizing America's bridges will help improve safety, support economic growth, and make people's lives better in every part of the country across rural, suburban, urban, and tribal communities. Now, this program, <clears throat> this program amount of funding must uh, must possible be the bipartisan, must possible be the bipartisan infracture law, which allows states and tribal communities to fix the bridges most in need of repairs. Now, I'm wondering how they're going to pull this all off. Yeah, now. how are they going to determine which ones get fixed? It would also, he said, modernize bridges and uh, 
withstand the effect of climate change and to make it safer for all users, including cyclists and pedestrians. You know, so, and they go blah, blah, blah with a bunch of money, bridges for this amount, 2.4 for this, 4.2 for this. But I, I hope that they keep a good record of all this because yeah. this as an example of it. And <clears throat> they have something in the DMV area called the uh, Purple Line, which is a light rail line that's going to run from, what do you call it? No, from uh, Silver Spring. Mm-hmm. To, new, to, to, to New Carrollton mm-hmm. And that is so far Behind mm-hmm. Billions of dollars behind And they still haven't even Broke Rock brown for tracks On on a street called East West Highway Which runs through Maryland mm-hmm. And it's so sad how it's so backed up Even when they showed a picture of the Groundbreaking of this People that was at the groundbreaking uh-huh. aren't even in office No more Wow. The mm. so six people that had shovels in their hands Nobody's even in office anymore. What, five years ago? It, it had to be. No, I think yeah. it was more than that. It was yeah. more than that. Because, uh, it, Ms. It's been a while. It's been a while. Mr. Goodhair is in there. Okay. Remember Mr. Goodhair, the uh, PG County exec? Who was his name? Yeah, uh, Baker. R- Rashawn. Rashawn Baker. Rashawn okay. Baker. Yeah. He's long gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he had a shovel in his hand. So, just go to, yeah. I, I just hope that Boudicay... Keeps keep, up with the money. Keeps yeah. up with the money. Keeps yeah. up with the people. Keeps up with the contracts. Yeah. Because you know that stuff get ugly. It does. It get ugly. And, and, Who's yeah. gonna get it? Black people, Spanish people, white folks would always get it. I mean, it's supposed to be about the bridges. <sighs> yes. Yeah, but you know, when that kind of billions of dollars mm-hmm. flows to Papa G, you got a good point. Yeah. People's people's pockets just get bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta watch. Yep. Gotta watch. Mm-hmm. But I wonder though, how like what? How did they survey? The bridges from coast to coast mm-hmm. to can to determine which bridge will be repaired using these, this money. Well, they probably had a checklist, you know. Yeah, they probably had a checklist. Yeah, they had to go through. You got to keep track of what's right. Yeah, so I'm just wondering, like, did they go through the governors of each state? Or whoever is the local transportation for right. the state. Well, we talk to the government, and he, he, he puts people in place to, to get the job. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just wonder, like, did they, you know, go, I'm assuming they would have gone. So who's going to be responsible for the checks and balances, so to speak? Yeah. Bridges <laughs> will collapse on your ass. Yeah. Mm. Yep. We'll see it We've seen it happen. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Press 1. I got any, you need some money for some bridges and call by it. Don't call us. <laughs> you want to donate to the bridge fund? Mm-hmm. Call the White House. All right. Well, we'll take it. <laughs> we'll pass it on. No problem. <laughs> Part of that billion dollars. Yeah. Well, we'll take your contribution. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick uh, commercial break, and then we're coming back with the Hit It and Quit It headlines. You're listening to The Pajama Party Show. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. 
or is it Misery Loves Company, or whichever. Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen, or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party Show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. All right, welcome back to the John Party. One Hills, Papa DJ. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, it's that time. We hit them and quit them. We got the headlines for you, and I'm going to hit one first. I've got a former Washington football team player sentenced to prison. Mm. This is a story about former Washington football team running back. You all remember Clinton Portis? Mm-hmm. He's been sentenced uh, last Thursday to six months in prison what? and six months of home detention mm-hmm. as part of a $4 million nationwide health care fraud scheme that involved a total of 10 retired NFL players. The sentence was handed down in the district court for the Eastern District of Kentucky. Now, Portis, who, of course, played seven seasons with the Washington football team, was charged with health care fraud related to claims regarding medical expenses and purchases following his retirement. And part of his sentence includes paying back the NFL player health reimbursement account plan. So I hope he really made some money off of that scheme because now he's got to pay some money back. Uh, According to the uh, court documents from December of 2017 to December of 2018, Portis applied for reimbursement for costly medical equipment while also falsifying prescriptions falsifying medical letters and invoices, and he admitted that he was reimbursed for some equipment that he didn't even have a medical need for. He then pleaded guilty to defrauding the NFL health care plan in September in an effort to avoid jail time, which obviously didn't really work because he still got six months. But, uh, yeah, so they they opted to split the difference between Portis' request and the prosecution's request for 10 to 16 months in prison. That's what the prosecution wanted to give them. So I guess they called it splitting the difference, gave them six months in, six months home. So we're going to have a, a thing on his ankle? I guess, if you got home detention. He'll have some uh, jewelry on his ankle. So according to the Department of Justice, the other people indicted with Portis included Seandris Brown, James Butler, Frederick Bennett, Correll Buckhalter, Ettrick Pruitt, John Eubanks, Tamarick Vanover, Carlos Rogers, and Robert McCune. So three of those guys also played for the Washington football team during the uh, 2000s. I don't know what they were thinking. Being greedy, I guess they weren't getting enough for their pension, I guess. They were retired, right? Yeah, they were retired. They, I guess so they, they were... started just claiming reimbursements for fake stuff, and then it got good to them. They started making up That's stuff. Right. Go work somewhere else. God, yeah. Broadcaster, do something. Go be a Walmart greeter or something. Well, he was broadcasting on the, you know, like on the radio and stuff like that. He was affiliated with the with the uh, Redskins. 
But after a while, that's, that's, that's the thing that just becomes greed, I guess. Yeah, I mean, when you get to the point where you're falsifying prescriptions so that you can claim a reimbursement, yeah, you then you're falsifying everybody. letterhead from a doctor or from, uh, they were what, medical invoices? They were creating fake medical invoices mm. to submit to the reimbursement fund to say, oh, I had to get this piece of equipment right. and I had this therapy and... They were just just acting a fool. Okay. Anyway, hit them and quit them. Wow. All right. What do you got? All right. I got uh, Kevin Hart and Meek Mill. Uh, they're teaming up with, uh, with um, what's that called? Fanatics. Fan- fan- oh, Fanatics. Fanatics. That's the uh, gambling service, I believe. Fanatics, uh, yeah, CEO, Mike Michael Rubin, to help the local schools in Philadelphia. Okay, what's up? Hmm. Their $15 million uh, donation will help 110 schools hmm. that service underprivileged and disadvantaged children, according to Philly Voice. Okay. Okay. Ooh. The combination donation up. is larger than any one donation the three Philly locals have given back to the city of Brotherly Love, where they all grew up. Oh. All right. The funds are said to assist thousands of un- under the underserved um Philadelphia families during the 2022-23 academic school year. Exposed source and for the trio and the funds will go to private and parochial schools around the Philadelphia region to cover t- tuition costs, enabling lower-income students to enroll. The funds will be uh, ben- will benefit the school district of Philadelphia. Hart and Mill were both raised in North Philly, and Reuben was raised in nearby uh, Lafayette Hill. Is that in Philly, too? Yeah, it's like a little suburbs. Oh. And they all have a uh, long history of giving back to their beloved community. Oh, okay. Now I understand why uh, Kevin Hart did the uh, true story in uh, Philly. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Mill has made it yearly. Mill has made a uh, yearly tradition to place Santa to a number of deserving families in his hometown given over $500,000 worth of gifts to families last year alone. Mm-hmm. He also teamed up with Ruben, who is a part owner for both the NBA Philadelphia 76ers and the NHL Philadelphia Flyers for oh. a $2 million scholarship fund. Nice. And this is the so, guy who's CEO for Fanatics? Or is that somebody else? Ruben? I'm just trying to make sure I'm understanding. Is this the same person? When yeah, well, they yeah they say with team with fanatic CEO, but I don't I'm not understanding where the fanatic the only fanatic I know in Philly is the mascot for the Phillies baseball team. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe no, I think some it kind is a gambling. Isn't yeah, it's probably a, probably a some type of gambling thing, thing or something. But yeah. is it the same person? Well, yeah, this guy here he runs the Sixers and the and the Flyers. So he must be a CEO. And he's the CEO of fanatics. Fanatics, I guess. Doesn't that seem like a conflict of interest? But the, the owner betting, the betting yeah. team. Yeah. How are you owning a bet? Yeah, well. Okay. Hey. What do I know? Did you did you, did you turn him in? <laughs> just asking questions. If you didn't turn him in, he's still I'm not going. accusing. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> okay. If call any, it, turn if, him in. If anybody knows if it's a conflict, then just call us tonight. Nine one four eight zero three four three zero six. Yeah. It just seems like something. <laughs> Oh, that just doesn't seem quite well, right. They get money, so that that that's yeah. I'm like, money. how are you part owner of these teams, mm-hmm. but then you own a company that allows people to bet on said teams? 
That just doesn't seem right to That's me. That's a whole other ball game. I would just leave that alone. Okay. I'm not turning it in. Okay. Just asking. Hit them and quit them. All right. Okay. The first female black-owned dispensary. Uh, name is uh, um, Adrian Scales Williams. She was excited um, by the idea of giving patients an alternative option in medicine. After learning so many horror stories related to pain medications, side effects, and addictions, um, that's when um, Scales Williams decided to open the first black-owned dispensary in St. Louis. It's called uh, Luxury Leaf Dispensary. Luxury Leaf? Leaf. Mm-hmm. Leaf as in, you know. Oh, what's she dispensing? Okay. Okay. Marijuana. Hello. Mar- okay. Marijuana. He can catch up. What other name have you heard okay. of dispensary linked to? Medical cannabis. Oh, okay, let me, let me finish. <laughs> then y'all can fight. <laughs> Medical cannabis has been proven to be a safe and effective option for pain management. Cannabis has um, marginalized so many black people and still continues to produce barriers within the legal system as well as the industry. So true. She goes on to say many black people that consume cannabis may purchase from illegal operations, um, further exposing us to an illicit market and illegality. Having a place for um, for us, by us, sounds like FUBU, can ensure that quality is being reserved as well as education is being provided on the plant. Okay. Um, this uh, industry has profited off of black and brown people, and it is imperative that black cannabis businesses are representative. Due to the um, longstanding um, illegality of cannabis, stigma remains a struggle, which is true. So if we educate black people that cannabis is safe, effective, and legal form of medicating, uh, the constant education will help to overcome the challenge. Hmm. Sounds good. But it says 80% of all cannabis businesses are owned by non-blacks. 80%. What a shocker. Hmm. (laughs) I guess I don't know. We I I, I don't know. And only ten percent of blacks and Hispanics. But you know what? I look at it on both sides. Maybe we are afraid to own a cannabis company because this I just read about the stigma of blacks being in that business. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Bobby? it's about the resources to own a business like that. Yeah, true that. You know, to have it legal, all the licensing and everything required. But you're right. They might give us a hard time. Who knows? I don't know. You know. Hey, maybe we should check it out and find out. Oh, yeah. You let me know. <laughs> That's a multi-billion-dollar business. <laughs> well, uh, shout out to her. She got it going. I know. Okay. All right. What's her name again? Um, Scales Williams. That's the last name. First name Adrian. All right, Miss Adrian. Mm-hmm. Hey. So everybody gonna flock to St. Louis now. <laughs> I might check it out on Okay. Road trip. All right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, over to you, Papa Didi. I'm up again. Uh, yeah. What's this job pay anyway? <laughs> anyway, uh, Dems clapped back um, at the GOP senator who um, claimed that Black, uh, Black Biden nominee has a rap sheet on traffic tickets. Oh, please. Okay. Now, now. Now, peep this here. Now, what this guy is nominated for is something that Trump 
was dropping in the circuit courts when he was president all day. You hear me? Mm-hmm. All day, 10, 15 of them, like it wasn't nothing. Okay, far-right senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee, all right, is facing backlash over her opposition to one of President uh, Joe Biden's uh, judicial nominees. All right, this week, Senate Judiciary Committee members considered Biden's nominee of lawyer Andre Mathis to -hmm. serve as the Sixth Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals, as Mathis testified before the committee. Now Blackburn, who was, like I said, far-right Tennessee woman, said that he wouldn't, that uh, she wouldn't support his nominee due to his rap sheet of traffic citations. Now, that, that rap sheet, well, she said that his rap sheet, he has a laundry list of citations amounting to three traffic tickets, more, okay. than, more than a decade old, including one for driving just five miles over the speed limit. Okay. Mathis initially failed to pay them, assuring the committee he stupidly forgot to do so until his license was suspended. Thereupon, he paid the tickets. He has never been arrested or charged with a crime. Later in the hearing, uh, let's see, Senate Judicial Chairman Dick uh, Durbin defended Mathis, saying, well, Senator Blackburn preferred to your rap sheet is what she called it. Well, if speeding tickets is a rap sheet, he said, I got a couple of those also. (laughs) He said, I never got a speeding ticket for driving five miles over the limit, which apparently is one of your tickets. He said, "Uh, we've all, I think, been guilty of sin and perhaps all have a rap sheet that's over six miles or more. Okay, Darren then gave a visual, emotional Mathis a chance to explain. Now, Mathis said, I highly regret that I'm in this situation. I feel like I've been, I've been, he said, I'm, no, no, this is, this is him. This is Mathis, the the gentleman going for Mm -hmm. the job. Mathis said, I'm highly, uh, highly regret that I'm in this situation. I feel like I'm embarrassed my family while I deserve this. They don't. Interesting enough, just last year, a car that uh, Blackburn now, was in, got pulled over for a traffic violation. Over was released after the sender showed police her congressional pen. Uh-huh. Okay, so she's able to walk away from stuff. I mean, you know, it gets to the point where let he without, he without send cats the first stone. And you really got to watch how you rag on people because, you know, we're all in this together, believe me. The sender, uh, he said the, the, the senator's skeletons of uh, Blackburn, Outline what what is possible to happen to people, you know, just just for the heck of it. So, mm, mm, mm. Very interesting. Yeah, they go hard on black people, man. Sure. For the simplest thing. You think? Wow. <laughs> look, we You're not going to tell me that any of these actually called it a rap sheet? Well, look at the stuff that Clarence Thomas was up against when he became Chief Justice. What's your girl, uh, what was her name? Anita Hill. Anita Hill. Man, she was saying he was talking about pubic hairs on a can of soda. But he was. That's what I'm saying. But And he still got <laughs> in as a chief justice. Yeah, that's true. Enough to shake it. All right. I tell you. You're going to hit him and quit him. Okay. All oh, right. A whole nother, that's a whole nother jam. Okay. Clarence Thomas is a whole topic. They just hate black people. Well, this one here, he's another topic, too. 
Kwame Kilpatrick. Yeah, that's a blast from the past. He has a new job. And uh, Detroit may have a new infusion of capital. The disgraced politician has now started a new business, Virtual Ministries. It's a virtual ministry, Kilpatrick told uh, uh, Deadline. So we'll be everywhere. That's his motto, I guess. Oh. <laughs> well, that's frightening. Uh-huh. Uh, as an end result of his crimes, uh, Kwame Kilpatrick still owes more than $4.7 million to the city of Detroit and to the IRS. He also um, only served uh, seven years of a 28-year sentence thanks to 45 commuting his sentence. I can't even say the man's name. I know. It's the jackass. Okay. The X, X, X jackass. X, okay. X. Yeah. Um, uh, Kilpatrick. Jack, yeah. Okay. Kilpatrick started um, having problems around the time uh, of the so-called, quote-unquote, uh, Manugian Mansion Party. Okay, I'm going to break it down. This was in the fall of 2002. Okay. Kilpatrick and his fellow partygoers invited dancers to the party. Uh, this was at his house. Kilpatrick's wife came home uh, unexpectedly and physically attacked a dancer. An, inve- an investigation was launched, and uh, Michigan Attorney General uh, Cox and the Michigan State Police found no evidence that the party took place. Kind of like the party didn't happen. Come on now. That doesn't even sound right. So two internal affairs officers um, claimed they were filed they were fired in retaliation. They successfully sued the city and were um, the subjects of a smear campaign headed for Kilpatrick's team. So things got even messier, all thanks to this mansion party, and he was ultimately charged with perjury, misconduct in office, and obstruction of justice. So in 2008, Kilpatrick uh, pleaded guilty to two felony Counts of obstruction of justice and pleaded no contest to assaulting the deputy. So as part of his plea uh, agreement, he agreed to serve four months in, in, in jail, pay $1 million of restitution, city of Detroit, and surrender his license to practice law. Mm-hmm. Five years of probation and not run for public office during his probation period. During his probation period. Oh, so after five years. It, sh- it should be forever. Again, if he wants. So he also um, he was also um, required to resign as mayor of Detroit, and surrender his state pension from his six-year service in the Michigan House of Representatives. Uh, Kilpatrick uh, admitted that um, he lied under oath several times. So he should be underneath the damn jail. But he's only been doing 28 years. He he did seven. So. Because Trump came in and rescued him. Yeah. So, but, but what is his connection to him? I don't connection. It, is he? Is this somebody he just pardoned? I guess. You know. He oh. Has, you know, okay. He, so he, he had a lot of people that right. he could pardon. Okay. And you know, people could have plead. You know, with with Trump or whatever. You know, they send letters, just that, whatever. Okay. So, I wonder what was in that letter. Well, who, who knows? It wouldn't surprise me if he don't come back up and, and, and Trump might be connected with him in some way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That guy did you a favor, and you, you got to sell hey, it. Am I, I right, scratched Bob? your back. That's how they do it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So, you know, watch out. Yeah, that back scratch society. 
never know. Mm-hmm. Well, I got the last one okay. about Navient. Mm-hmm. Anybody who has student loans knows about Navient. One of the nation's largest student loan servicing companies mm-hmm. is now having to pay $1.85 billion to settle a long-running lawsuit accusing Navient of predatory lending practices that have cost young borrowers billions of dollars. A group of states got together and sued Navient, which was formerly part of Sally May, in 2017 and accused the federal loan servicer of deceptive and abusive practices. Mm -hmm. And I can attest that that's the truth. Navient on Thursday agreed to settle the suit and... um, uh, Navient is going to pay $95 million in direct restitution to student borrowers and $142 million to the various attorneys generals for them to spend on various state initiatives. Uh, under the deal, Navient will cancel $1.7 billion in debt for roughly 66,000 borrowers who defaulted on loans mostly that uh, originated between 2002 and uh, 2010. Mm. So they went on to talk about how Navient repeatedly and deliberately put profits ahead of the borrowers, how they engaged in deceptive and abusive practices, targeting students who uh, knew that it was going to be a struggle to pay these loans back, and then Navient put an unfair burden on people that were just trying to improve their lives by getting a good education. You know, because that's what they tell us. They tell us when you get in high school, now you need to go to college to get a good education so you can get a good job and provide for your family. So people take out these loans because they can't afford to pay the tuition out of pocket. Right. And before you know it, you're in debt. Yeah. And you know, you don't like to go go to college because, uh, you know, you have to get those student loans and, and you will go out, you go in debt. They don't yeah. want to do it, you know, put their parents in debt. And once you're in, you feel like, well, you know, does it make sense now that I took out, like, the loan for the first year? Right. I got three more years to go. Right. It's pointless to quit now. That's true. Might as well finish. So then you take out a loan for year two and year three. There you go. And Lord help you, if you fail a couple of classes and have to retake them, you end up in five years. So I, I wonder who, you know, Said okay, enough is enough. I guess they well. These states got together, mm-hmm. and some of these um, attorneys general for these states. Oh, okay. So they said like, yeah, I guess enough people had yeah. been complaining. Right, I got. And they got together and said, yeah, we're gonna have to. That's what's up. Do something about this. But right. you know what? It, it, it's about time that we as a people, we just just in general, we need to just fight back sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's worth it. You know, class action suits and stuff. I agree. And see, part of the issue is that Navient, when you call them and you say, I'm struggling trying to make my payment, they guide people and say, well, look, here's what you can do. you got a few options. You can do this or you can do that. And they're guiding and directing people Mm -hmm. to do things like, well, why don't you just consolidate all your loans? Because some schools, every semester Mm -hmm. is another loan. Right. So depending on how many semesters you stay in school, you end up with like, you know, a dozen or so loans. Right. They say, why don't you just consolidate them? That'll make it easier. Right. But that actually makes your payment even more. Right, makes the time. So now instead of trying to just pay two or three at a time, right. now you got one big giant one. Yeah. 
And that's because they encourage you to do it, mm-hmm. telling you this is better for you, but it's really better for them. Right. What? So anyway, I'm putting Navian on the kiss it list. Okay. Twice. Well, yeah. uh, uh, look, I want to put Kwame uh, Kilpatrick as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to it. But um, if you guys got any questions or comments, hit us up, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Press 1. And we'll be back on the other side of the break with Kettle and the Cocktail of the Week. This is The Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. And tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the pajama party, so call us now. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Is it tea time, darling? All right, welcome back to John Party One News. Papa D. Name here Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. And it's time for Kettle and the Cocktail of the Week. Week, 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 week. What you uh, got for us tonight, Kettle? Sit back and buckle up. Uh-oh. This one is called... I always have some interesting cocktails. This one is called the Screwball White Russian. Mm. Now... I just tried this for the first time, but uh, Red Wine and Papa D.D. they're way ahead of me. But anyway, I stumbled on this whiskey called Screwball, and it's made out of peanut butter. Mm, I said peanut butter. Mm. Of course you can. Sounds delicious. Peanut butter whiskey drinks are full of flavors, and this recipe is delicious alternative to the white Russian. Okay. So... In a rock glass, we're going to put around the rim peanut butter, actual peanut butter. Then we're going to dip it in uh, salt. We have a salty peanut butter rim. Okay. Then we're going to add our uh, lower coffee liqueur. And we're going to add our peanut butter whiskey as well. And, of course have a white Russian, you have to have vodka. Of course. Of course. So. Let's have the kills, darling. So we're going to add all three of those ingredients. And um, that's your screwball white Russian. Hmm. Okay. So you have to check that out. It's screwball peanut butter whiskey. So that's the name of the whiskey itself. That's the name of the whiskey. Screwball. Screwball. Okay. That's what I said. Look, the name you got me a screwball. <laughs> I did try the screwball, and it actually is very good. It does taste kind of peanut buttery. Right. Very peanut buttery. Yeah. But it's very good. I would say once you pour it, smell it first so you can savor that smell, and then the taste is just going to just enhance it even more. Mm. Yeah. All right, now. All right. Well, thank you, Kevin. That's, right. That's the cocktail of the week. And again, it's called. Blue Bowl, White Russian. All right. 
You heard it first on the Pajama Party Show. All right. All right. We're going over to Papa Didi. Mm-mm. It's time for What's Poppin'. What's popping, Papa Didi? Uh-oh. I know everything is popping, but what's yeah, popping tonight? It's just become a, the same old, same old thing with the, I call it the shakedown, you know. It seemed like, I don't even know who to fault more. You know, like, I'm, I'm not, not who to fault more, but I just can't understand more how some white folks could be so bold to go in so hard on black people, to go in so hard without rhyme, reason, research, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. verification, none of that. They sit back in their world. Their world has been privileged for so long that every time they sit down, there's an automatic, uh, what do you call that thing? Uh, they have an automatic lumber bar behind their back. <laughs> it just comes out, pump, pops out. Every time they sit down, lumber bar, Support stay back. And they roll like that and live like that, you know? I saw on the show where, on the Shark Tank, where this black lady had a business, they ripped her apart because she said something concerning uh, Patton and the, the, this one European guy. I wouldn't have trust his British ass no further. I could throw him, okay? <laughs> He's a, oh, you know your Patton's up. And then she told a story. She started crying about some things. She went through medical. And, oh, I believe you now. I want to invest with you. I went, well, motherfucker, you wasn't investing with me 10 minutes ago. I got to show tears for your ass? Hmm. Well, maybe I'll just prick my finger and show you some damn blood. What would that get me? Wow. I just think that we, you know, like I said, let, let he without sin cast the first stone. You know, skeletons are, skeletons are not only something everybody has, but when you peel back skin, that's what you see. Mm-hmm. Skeleton. Everybody comes in a skeleton. You know, and, and you you can either walk like you or, you know, a normal person that, that made some mistakes or what have you and don't. But some people act like they are just the shit. And they just they ain't never done nothing. And anybody that they feel that they don't like, they go in hard on. How do you have the heart to do that? You know, but like it's been for years and years, I think a lot of black people felt that white people never had any really strong security they ever had to worry about. You know, we can slap them around and not give them jobs because they'll just go away with their tail between their legs. Because they patronize the shit out of us anyway. Mr. Charlie, Mr. Charlie, Mr. Charlie. They call us Mr. Charlie all day anyway. Mm. You know, I've been on many jobs where I see... Brothers and sisters just kissing the white man's ass all day long. I'm like, why are you kissing this man's ass so much? Mm. And he'll turn to me and say, well, that's what's wrong with you. See, you, you always want to be so blah, 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 And I'm like, damn, that's what's wrong with me. You're the one with the Johnson of your ass. What the, what, what, that's what's wrong with me? You know, I mean, excuse my expression. I thought this is an adult show, so what the hell. Hey. Anyway, you know, we patronize them to the max with everything. We see them with a flat tire, we pull over. Black folks get a flat tire, we keep going. You know, we we just don't we don't do anything that has to do with, you know, it was just, it's a mess. It's, it's an absolute mess. We get shook down. You go out of Home Depot with a tub with a lid on it, they'll pop your your tub up and take a look. 
you know, a white man with a tie on it, buy that same tub with a lid on it, they'll ring it up. Boop. Okay, $14.22. Goodbye, sir. Have a good day, sir. Sir, 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 sir. Give him five damn sirs. We patronize the shit out of white folks. I don't know why. And like I said, I, I, I believe in respect for people, but damn, patronizing, damn, we got to stop that. I see it on the news in the DMV area. In the networks like this, I ain't gonna name no channel because I won't put them on blast. Okay. But maybe I will. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, this weather guy, right? Uh oh. When they go to announce him, the black women that announce him, they make jokes with him like he's the the most fantastic joker on the planet. Ah, da da da. How's the weather? And it's just a la 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 la. This shit makes my stomach turn. I'm like, damn, my beautiful, educated black anchors making damn near two, three hundred thousand oh, a year. Boy. Get your tongue out of his white ass. Okay. I've never seen so much patronizing in my life. If you go to work and you got to kiss your boss ass like that, boy, you got a long ass career ahead of your ass. Because mm. I got news for you. As long as you give him too much respect, he ain't going to never give you shit. Because all you are is gum on the bottom of his shoe. Until you stand up to him about something, that's when they respect you the next morning. Oh, you know, John, I really been, once you stand up to him the next day, you know, I really was thinking about promoting you to assistant manager. You know, I mean, I know we had a little scuffle the other day. Because now he sees that you got some fucking testicles between your legs. So, but I'm going to leave it at that. Like I said, cut back on your patronism, really, sincerely. Okay, now. Wee. Got any comments? Give us a call. Stop the kettle and uh, red wine. Oh, oh, I, 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 I ain't responsible for nothing I'm saying. No. Stick them on me. Oh, talk to Papa DD. No. But I have witnessed some of that patronizing. Oh. It does kind of make your stomach oh, hurt after Oh, white man. Oh, you look so good today. You look like shit. Oh. <laughs> you look so good. I like that tie. Really? <laughs> you really like this tie with his nine matching that shirt, nine matching that pants, and where'd you get Woo. those fucking shoes? Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm leaving alone. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, yeah. Dropping the mic. It's number two okay. pencil, but I'm dropping it. Okay. Don't drop it. All right. Well, it's time to what? Lighten it up. Lighten it up. All right. Because that was heavy. It's time to lighten it up. As long as I don't have a penis one. Okay. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs>
But meanwhile, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine and his wife, Fran, controls the imagery's overall messaging, from its rural and urban themes to its nods to Ohio's water resources and history. Okay, they did all that. They got all these people looking at this license plate. Mm -hmm. Ohio, White Brothers. Ohio, White Brothers. And that doesn't match. So the flipped around plane dragging a birthplace of aviation banner from its front, rather its back end, appeared to be there from the onset. The emails images from the 15-month design process provided to the Associated Press through a public records request. Department's visual communication manager declined an AP request for comment on the plate or the design process. That he did. The Wright Brothers' historic aircraft is intended as a proud symbol of Ohio's place in aviation history but it turned into a punchline in October after the new plate design was unveiled and people immediately noticed it was um, oriented incorrectly. <laughs> but what does Ohio have to do with the Wright brothers? Is that where they flew? I don't understand. Uh-uh. Uh, so somebody tweeted, y'all leave Ohio alone, tweeted the Department of Transportation in, in North Carolina, where the Ohio-bred Wright brothers took their famous first flight in 1903. Oh, that's what it is. They wouldn't know. They weren't there. Okay. So they were born in Ohio. Oh, so Ohio's trying to stake some claim based on where they were born. Uh, and they yeah. had this thing all turned around crazy. Yeah. Okay. What can you say? I know. All right, I got another crazy one for you. This one's out of Louisiana. Uh, I don't want to mispronounce the city. Okay. I'll try. Thibodeau, uh -huh. uh, Louisiana. A wintertime law enforcement fundraiser called No Shave November has raised $4,000 in two months, proving so popular that a Louisiana sheriff decided to make it year-round. After what we've been through in the past two years, I figured there's plenty of great causes to allow this to continue all year. So I'm changing No Shave November into No Shave Forever, <laughs> Sheriff Craig <coughs> Weber said in a news release. Deputies and other employees of the LaForche Parish Sheriff's Office have been donating $25 a month to charity to be allowed to grow beards in November and December. Those who don't grow beards can dress more casually on Fridays if their job allows it. So employees have raised $2,595 for the American Cancer Society, 1260 for Special Olympics Louisiana, and the sheriff's office said that they could also choose other nonprofit groups with other smaller amounts, which they gave to 22 other groups, including Wheelchairs for Warriors and the Red Cross. So more than 125 of the office's 350 employees have been participating, and about one-third of them were women. So I guess they stopped shaving their legs. Uh, oh. Captain Brennan Mathern, spokeswoman for the sheriff's office, was explaining all this in an email Wednesday. And they said traditionally many law enforcement agencies allow male officers to grow mustaches but not beards. I never knew that. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, so you can have a mustache but 
they got some issue with hair on the chinny chin chin. It's the end thing now, beers and stuff. Out. Yeah, but I guess the law <laughs> can't have one. But they can if they pay that $25 a month. Okay. They Give it to charity. Be like uh, Doug Dunn. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Yeah, if they don't save it, that's what it's going to look like. Yeah. Or ZZ Top, if anybody remembers that group. <laughs> uh, All right, Papa Didi, what's your weirdness? I don't know how I got this story. <laughs> anyway, yeah, y'all, they passed Anyway, um, Florida man with drugs around his penis denied that they were his drugs. This happened in Clearwater, Florida, Friday. Authorities said they found cocaine and methamphetamines wrapped around a man's penis during a traffic stop. But the man denied the drugs were his. Okay, this happened wow. in, looks like, Penal County. Is that <laughs> Penal County? <laughs> Penal County Sheriff's in Clearwater. That's really appropriate yeah. county. Oh Sheriff's uh, deputy said yeah. they stopped the vehicle. Driving without lights on at 4 a.m. in the morning last Saturday. And uh, WFLA uh, TV reported the driver was arrested on charges of DUI and marijuana possession. The authorities said they found a gun underneath the passenger seat while searching for the, while searching the car and discovered the drugs while they were searching his person. Anyway, the man said the drugs were not his, and he did not say who the drugs belonged to. This was obviously a white guy. What kind so of frisking they did they do that they found that? Well, they frisky, make sure I have no weapons and stuff on Yeah, that's... I mean, but to be wrapped, well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking, if something's wrapped around your stuff, they must have really patted him down. Well, he was in Florida, so he probably didn't really have enough to uh, disguise the bulge. But you know what? Um, There was a case where an officer patted the guy too frisky, and the guy sued him because he was on his Johnson. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know what was up. Said you getting a little too personal. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember that story. Yeah. Oh, oh man. I mean, that was too. Said you getting a little too personal. Yeah. 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 Some weird news. For sure. Wow. Okay. Look, kind of where are you going to say that stuff is not yours after all that? If it's wrapped around you, like somebody else put it there and you didn't I know anything about car, it. And you said, okay, somebody just got on my car. Yeah. He must have dropped it, but it's like wrapping around your <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. How you going to say, I don't even know where that came from, man. That's not mine. And you drive it at four little, in the morning with no lights on. One of them little Jamaican girls that do braids could tie that shit up pretty good. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to touch that one, Paul. I know I'm not going to touch it. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back with, I'm just saying, on the other side. Even just enough, just enough for the shit Okay, but why are we doing Stevie Wonder? I thought we were doing pajama party. Well, I, was, I was talking about my little, uh, one of my segments, one of my segments of uh, Living for the City. Join the party. Now you, now you ride me. Uh, That's every
at uh, 6 o'clock West Coast, and uh, what, maybe 7 o'clock in the mountains, or in the... Yeah, 7 in the mountains, uh, Michigan, Michigan and New Orleans and all that, we're like an hour back, but 9 o'clock on the East Coast. 9.15, B.P. time. B.P. time, 9.15. Don't be late when you listen up. It's 9 o'clock on the dot. That's right. Every Friday night. We'll see you there. Goodbye. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One who is Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Abundance. We have Red Wine coming up now with, uh, I'm just saying. Okay. Tonight, I'm just saying, I'm going to have to talk about your girl, Papa Didi. Uh-oh. My girl. Yeah, your girl. Melania Trump. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we, we I'm talking about your girl. Melania Trump. Mm-hmm. The ex-first lady has announced that she is auctioning her autographed white hats that she wore to the meeting uh, of the when they met the French President Macron when he came that. to the White House in 2018. I remember she that. had on that white suit and this white hat. Oh, did she? Yeah, she was looking. She was looking sharp that day. I'll give her that. But she's auctioning off this white hat. So and check this out. She wants the the starting bid. To be two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Damn. I was like, what? For a hat? Just because you wore it? Mm. Who the freak do you think you are? I'm just saying, Melania, did Donald cut your allowance? What is going on with this? Mm. Now she's completely breaking the traditions of first ladies. Which is no surprise, of course, because yeah, they ain't, they ain't about tradition. They, no they don't do anything the way normal is done, no, so right, exactly. that's not a shocker. But she's got other auction items that she's coming up with. But it's making me think, is she hurting for money? Like, what what's really going on here? Now, usually, items from the First Lady's wardrobe are loaned to museums. You know how they do that. They loan stuff out certain outfits that were worn for, like, pivotal moments and stuff. Mm -hmm. It'll be on display. But this girl's trying to get paid. She's like, I ain't worried about no museums. I need money. And she wants a minimum of 250000 just for that white hat. I'm like, Melania, are you serious? I'm just saying, Donald must have cut her allowance. Or maybe she's saving money for her exit plan. Ooh. She might be. You know how squirrels gather up their nuts when the weather gets cold? Shoot. I don't know. But everybody knows that Trump and the Trump family loves money, making money, getting money, holding money. They just love money. Remember his theme song on The Apprentice, Money, 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 that they took from the OJs. But I just feel like this has really gone too far. And she's made it clear that the money is not for a charity or some other organization. She specifically stated this is for a personal gain. I'm like, what is happening here? I guess she's saying, I ain't trying to hide it. This is for me. It's going in my pocket. And I want a minimum of 250000 or better. Mm. Just for the half. Mm. So old girl is trying to capitalize on her time as first lady, and I guess she figured a way to get paid. Now, also up for auction is a watercolor painting of her face wearing that same white hat 
I think that white hat is gold or something. Mm-hmm. But she calls this this uh, watercolor picture that's on her website. It's the head of state collection. Now, I don't know if that's a play on the fact that it's a hat. Or does she actually think she was the head of state? I don't know which. But she calls it the head of state collection. And she's also auctioning off one of those NFT digital blockchain coins things, which I couldn't even begin to explain because I never have been able to figure that stuff out. But she's auctioning off all of this stuff. So I'm just saying 45 might have told her she need to earn her keep. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, like, what are you doing? Why is it this push? to try to get all this money like that. But the catch is, if you buy these items on the auction, you have to pay for it with cryptocurrency. She don't want cash. She don't want credit. She wants cryptocurrency. She wants to bury it in the dirt. She wants that crypto money. Now, some of the ex-staffers say they're very confused by all of this that she's doing, and they're wondering, like, what is she going to sell next? Now, some of them are saying this is really against protocol and it's gaudy. I say she's trying to get whatever coin she can mm-hmm. to get her get away from Donald. That's what I say. But that's just my theory. Mm-hmm. But I remember how she used to look at him sometimes. Remember how she used to kind of grit on him and roll her eyes? At her husband? Yeah. When they would go to different things and he would hold her hand and she would smile. And as soon as he turned her head, her look would change like, uh, what's that, 180 degree change. So that he, smile would drop and she would look at him like, if I could kill you right there, you'd be think this last. I, I don't know. I'm just saying something ain't quite right. Something's weird with those trumps. But I guess weird is normal for them. Yeah. This is red wine. I'm just saying. I think Donald cut her allowance with his petty stuff, his petty self. You know, he's some weird. He's a weird dude. But she's trying to get her money together, stacking her coins. I think Melania is trying to make a move. But I'm speculating. But she definitely auctioning off her stuff. Mm. I don't know. She might be doing lap dances now. Anyway. It's gonna be interesting to see, you know, what else is gonna transpire from from that. Yeah, I'm like, what what you doing? Who does this? Well, You're the ex first lady. Unfortunately, you are. Yeah. I, Why are you behaving like? Uh oh. Never mind. <laughs> I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on. Papa Didi. Well, let's go to living for the city. What's happening in the city, Papa D? You gonna piggyback off that? Maybe I don't know. The one thing I did want to piggyback on, and uh, I'm not gonna go in too hard because these are my brothers, you know, Meek Mill and um, Kevin Hart. I'm not even going hard with that at all, but uh, I just hope that they kind of oversee that money in Philadelphia to the max. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. you know that's, that's a lot of money. That's a long. That's a, that's a long story that I'm very familiar with. Mm. And what I don't understand that got me in this, and like I said, maybe they didn't did their homework on it, but they said they were helping children in public and parochial schools to pay their tuition. Mm-hmm. Now that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. If you're going to pay some people to pay their tuition to go to parochial school, 
then why don't you pay everybody to go to parochial school? Why we still got the public people going to the public school? I mean, if they want to, that's cool. But I'm trying to figure out that you're going to still help people that maybe don't even need the help? I mean, I'm not saying that these people that go to parochial schools are rich, but when you sign up for a parochial school, which is the, you know, the yeah, brother or sister of it, it, it's, it's private. It's either mm-hmm. Catholic or, mm-hmm. you know, you know what they say on the news, all public and parochial schools are closed due to snow, what have you. You know, it, parochial means that it's a, it's a paid thing. It's a, you know, it could be a regular uh, institution or what have you. But I'm trying to figure out, you're giving the public school money to the city of Philadelphia school district, but the parochial school, you got to put somebody's name behind that check because it's going for someone in particular. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if that's, if that's the way it's being paid out, you know, I mean, it's got to be paid out that way. You can't. Well, it's going to. How many people? Then hell, if I was going to public school, I said, well, then let me jump over to this parochial school. Yeah, so the parochial school has got to be paid to individuals. Give me the names of all the people going to public school, Judy Van, Dan Van, Scott Johnson, blah, blah, blah. You know, but the the private, the public, the, the public people are still, their schools still have no air conditioning, no heat, you know, just, just a mess, 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 mess. And public schools being they've been paid for, at least they're able to pay for the basic entities. I'm sure their schools need to be furnished as well, but they're getting dough from people. So they at least be able to pay for some stuff. I just think that Along with Biden with the highway money and along with Meek Mill and Kevin Hart and the gentleman that owns the Flyers and the Sixers, y'all need to watch this money like a damn hawk. You know what I mean? Because these are involving children. And you need to check back every two years and see what your money is doing. Check on these kids and see their progress. Check them out in second grade, fourth grade, sixth grade, eighth grade, tenth grade, twelfth grade. Check their progress. See how they're doing. Don't just throw a bunch of money at a school district of Philadelphia and they fix a bunch of potholes around the damn school. You know, you never know. So I, I just want to put that out there like that. Just, you know, stop just doing stuff to put your name out there, but you're throwing money in all the wrong damn places. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the crooked-ass teachers and administrators and everybody. Yeah. Hi, I'm Professor Superintendent Johnson. Yeah, give me $10 million and I'll do the right thing. His ass get locked up on a fucking crack charge. You know what I mean? I mean, come on. I'm just saying. Yeah, it doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? I'm not not wishing no bad luck on it at all. I know what you're saying. But watch it. Watch it. Because we done got so much history on these things. Hopefully some checks and balances. They have people in in place to watch the money, like you said. Yeah. Even if it's just like, you know, me um, and Kevin Hart, somebody. At least, like you said, every two years. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be every year or every up. five years. How about every month? <clears throat> I mean, you know, on what's happening. Work, work, work on what's important. You know, that heat, air conditioned windows. You know what I mean? But you know, maybe, maybe um, you had a good point because maybe some of that money could be, they could start um, what's the word? Uh, uh, some kind of fund committee? No committee. Oh, okay. To oversee that money. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. So if they have to get paid salaries, that's fine. It, it can be included into that money. Mm-hmm. But somebody needs to, um, you know, watch mm-hmm. over the money. And get some success stories. Right. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah that's a good idea. <clears throat> but that probably go up there and handle that. <clears throat> All right. But then, too, I think Kevin Hart and uh, the Meek guy, they should 
have somebody like one of their representatives. Yeah, hey, well, go check see. on them. Say what, what's going on. Let's see. I'll call them tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All right, Papa Didi's gonna get on that one. Okay. <laughs> All right, Papa Didi. That's some good information. It is. Hopefully they'll you know, handle it right, like you said. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you guys got any questions or comments, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press what? Get in the queue. All right. All right. You want to keep it rolling? Hey, we can do that. Okay. All right. Where are we going? Come on. Oh. I'm going to Hollywood. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Waiting on you. Let me wet my whistle. Uh-oh. He's sleeping in. We're getting ready to hit the West Coast and oh. go to Hollywood. Damn tap water. Hollywood. Hollywood. Okay. okay. All right, Papa. You, all right. You done made me pull Kevin Hart to the front. So Uh-oh. I'm going <laughs> to pull my story on Kevin Hart to the front. Um, if you guys don't know now, but Kevin Hart was on the Shark Tank a week ago, and uh, he was filling in for uh, Damon John and uh, the, um, what's his name, Robert? He was filling oh, in yeah. for those two guys. Uh, he also endured some ribbing from fellow shark Kevin O'Leary, of course, who claimed that Kevin Hart was a rookie and uh, when it came to investing that he didn't know too much about. Bullshit. That wasn't true. Okay. <laughs> he's made um, 10 investments as an individual investor. He's also um, a, a brand partner with, um, what's his, Fab, Fabletics? Is it Fab, Fabletics? Fabletics men, right? Oh, I didn't know that. That's why he's been advertising. Okay. He also explained um, on the show that he created Heartbeat Ventures. It's an investment offshoot of his um, Heartbeat Productions to create what he called financial inclusion opportunities for blacks. Um, Heartbeat Ventures also um, has already partnered with um, Beyond Meat, Zero Body, and Liquid Four. So he's, he's, he's been into a lot of things. So he's created two entities that he can either invest or he can, you know, do whatever he needs to do. Um, he also invested on the particular show um, this chopstick thing that you can pick up items, like if you're on a computer or whatever. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, he invested yeah, cool. $200,000. So he went in with um, Lori Blondie, mm-hmm. um, um, 20%. And then um, he also invested 500000 in something called Black Sands Entertainment. It's a production company whose um, spotlight focuses on black history. He teamed up with Mark Cuban. I'm surprised. That was the black comic book. Mm-hmm. Right. Guy. Mark Cuban? Yeah, what? Cool. Yeah, he jumped on yeah, that Yeah, Mark thing. saw that. He said, you know what? Shh, I want to get I want a piece of that. Mm-hmm. He's seeing all kinds of stuff on the, all these animated shows. Yeah, but I think Mark Cuban, he is into either comic books or something. I, I think I remember him seeing him doing something like that. Okay. So, who knows? Um, okay, other news. The biggest creative IPO of all time in music. The verses, you know, verses were created by Swiss Beats and um, Timberland. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Verses has held it down for the um, culture since its debut in 2020. Damn, only not even two years. Created by Swiss Beats and Timberland. And matter of fact, Timberland, he's getting ready to be honored at the um, TV One. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, on Monday. So they that started during COVID. What? Oh, yeah, the, the verses, right. 
um, one, what, 136 million point five million viewers? Wow, that was showdown between Brandy and uh, Monica. That's a lot of people. Oh yeah. Versus um, via Triller has planned to become a publicly traded um, company on the oh. stock market. Yeah. Go ahead, brothers. So once the deal is finalized, Triller Verse will become the new face and will be valued at an impressive five billion with a B. What? Five billion dollars. Mm. They're gonna trade under the um ticker symbol I L L R on NASDAQ. So I L L R. Oh, iller. Like it's iller than anything else. I, that's ill. Right. This is iller. Okay. Right. Yep. I got it. So, uh, hey, that's what's up. They're going to include some more celebrities Gladys Knight, Rick Ross, 21 Savage, Ashanti, and um, they got more to come. So. Yeah, I saw some of those battles. Yeah. I did see the one with Brandy and Monica. Yeah, that was that was good. It was. That was a good one. Um, Steve Harvey, he's in the news. He's in hot water. You know, he started a new show on ABC, a judge show. Um, it's a courtroom reality show. Harvey attempts to settle disputes that might not go in front of a real judge, but the premise allows um, for funny situations and Harvey's uh, comedic uh, comebacks. Mm-hmm. So he got in a little hot water with ABC, this particular case. Um, here are two sides between a plaintiff um Kristen Jones and um, a David um, Ronick, and he refused to marry the woman after 20 years. Their relationship, they had three children together, and Jones is suing him for his hesitation. Okay. Okay. So um, Harvey soon went into uh, frustrated dad mode and called uh, the guy stupid numerous times. I mean, you know how deep Harvey goes into yeah. people. Um, he said, you're not on trial for your character, sir. You're on trial because of stupidity. <laughs> the reason you're here is because you're stuck on stupid. So he kept saying it. Um, he said he eventually told the nervous non-hubby that he was, you know, joking about him being stupid. He seemed like he was a great guy because he talked to him after the show. Okay. So, um, but he still clowned him all through the show, right? But you know, he apologized after. But you know, ABC said, "Look, you got off camera." Yeah, ABC said, "You got to chill it down." So, you know, they kind of little smacked him on the wrist or whatever, reprimanded him a little bit. So, uh-huh. yeah. Um, unfortunately, um, Jason uh, Momoa and Lisa Bonet they're announcing their split. Uh, in a joint statement on Wednesday, um, we have all felt the squeeze and changes of these transformations times, um, that we are parting ways in marriage. We share this not because we think it's newsworthy, but uh, so that as we go about our lives, we may do with dignity and honesty. They're just trying to be up in front and honest. We split. After 16 years... They began dating in 2005, and uh, they tied the knot in 2017. Wow. They have two children. I thought they had been together longer than that. 2005, yeah. It's 2020. So. No, I was thinking 17. You said they got married in, in 2017. Oh, you thought they were married Yeah, longer. I thought they were married longer. Yeah, I than thought that. so, but they were just together, and they yeah. had, you know, Find the children in the process because they they they're not big kids, but you know they nine and ten probably. Yeah. 
Uh, more news on the set of the um, the movie Rust. Now they they keep going back and forth, back and forth, trying to blame one another. Mm-hmm. The ammunition supplier for the movie Rust is being sued by the armorer over the fatal on-set shooting by Alex Baldwin. And they killed the um, cinematographer. Right. Uh, the armorer Hannah Reed is now suing the PDQ arm and Prop LLC claiming the supplier provided her with a dummy ammunition with live rounds mixed in. Mm-hmm. So Reed accused the company and its founder, um, Seth Kinney, I remember him being on there and he was accusing her um, of violation of, of, of trade practices, false and uh, deception, product labels, and false and material misrepresentation. Uh, the ammunition was misrepresented as only dummy ammunition when it um, contained both dummy and live ammunition. Mm. Um, Kenny has um, constantly denied that the live rounds on the set of Russ came from his company. So everybody's blaming somebody else now right. for where the live ammo came from. Right. So it sounds like Alex Baldwin, he's not, he's not in that anymore. So it's between, you know, the company that provides them and, you know. The I did read that he turned over his cell phone. Oh, okay. To whoever is handling the investigation. Oh, okay. Because, you know, he was a, a producer on it, so that, that's probably why. But after all this time, I'm like, man, you had plenty of time <laughs> to alter stuff that was in your phone. Yeah, but, you know. if you If you desired to do right. that. Well, that's my Hollywood wrap-up. Okay. Oh, a lot of stuff happening this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Kevin. Oh, I heard Wendy Williams is still out. Yeah, you know, I I, I did hear a, a crazy story on the radio. I don't know if it's true or not, but she was taping at home. And, um, you know, they have producers and cinematographers there at her house. Mm-hmm. But she was acting erratically. Oh. Had her clothes off, and they said she was touching her private parts. She was just acting, you know, not herself. Okay. So they called folks to come get her, and she's been away ever since. So they claim that it has something to do with Graves' disease. They try to put it on that. But I I believe, me personally, I think she had a nervous breakdown. Because, first of all, what is she using again? Probably both, because the ex-hubby, what, bought the house first. Then had the baby, then he just got married. Oh, he got married? I didn't hear that. Uh, yeah, his girlfriend got a big rock on her finger. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'll have a nervous breakdown as well. So. Oh, well. Okay. I, I, I don't see why. We, we wish if he don't want to be there, bye. But uh, I'm just You want that heifer? It's, it's, bye. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Well. Yep. I wish her a speedy recovery from whatever's going on. All right, uh, let's see. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're coming back with the Kiss It list. All right. So if you have anybody you want to add on the world-famous Kiss It list, mm-hmm. now is your chance. Give us a call at 914-803-4306. Tell us who you want to add on the Kiss It list, and when we come back from the break, Papa Didi will tell you what that is. And If you don't already know, but all right, we're going to take this quick break. And we'll be right back. You're in the right place at the right time. It's the Pajama Party 
www.apajamaparty.com Produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment Don't just sit there yelling at the air You got an opinion? We want to hear it too Dial 914-803-4306 That's 914-803-4306 Don't let us have all the fun by ourselves We've got room for you at the Pajama Party And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Operators are standing by. Well, they're lounging on pillows, but they're waiting for your calls. So call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Oh, you want to throw pillows? All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party, One Hills Papadino, here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, Papadini, please explain to the folks what exactly is the worldwide notorious kissing list. Kissing list is patented. Pat pending. (laughs) (laughs) As the girl would say on Shark Tank, pat pending. It's anybody to show their butt. And uh, I'm going to start off with that senator trying to deny the brother just getting a circuit court job. Tell me he had a uh, yeah, rap sheet. A rap sheet. Ah. He had was three uh, tickets. Oh, she watches too much TV. Like, that was t- what, what, you, what you got old? going on? 10, 20 years old. Mm-hmm. What you got going on? I bet she thought about that night she got stopped by them cops, too. Mm-hmm. Well, her name, just so I can put it out there, is Senator Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee. Yeah, and we don't even know these people. They live such a... How do you live such a life where you're so privileged and nobody even knows who you are? Mm-hmm. That's got to be well, a beautiful thing. We know who thing. she is now, and we know what she is. And every two weeks, that, that government money drops in your direct deposit. Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn, damn, damn. I got another one. I don't know the woman's name because she's too ashamed to release it. But there's a Japanese woman who put her brand-new newborn baby up for adoption because she had a sperm donor situation, and the sperm donor misrepresented who, his, who he was in terms of his education. He t- she wanted someone who was well-to-do, who went to Kyoto University or something, and he said, yep, yep, that's me. She had a baby by this man because her husband has some kind of uh, something that can be passed to the kids. So she wanted another child. She got with this guy, had sex with him ten times, got pregnant. When the, Before the baby was born, she found out that this man misrepresented his educational blah, 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 blah background. Oh, and she decided, oh, then I don't want this baby. Oh, and she put that baby up for adoption as soon as the baby was born. Put on the kiss Over that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you crazy. You okay. on the kiss it list. Yeah, the cake and egg too. Huh? Kwame Kilpatrick? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's he doing He's going to the ministry. He's wilding out. <laughs> well, most of them do. He's you know. wilding out. But they say after they get out of jail. So oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll agree uh, that after the grits, you know. Yeah, those grits did send them right to mm-hmm. Jesus. Uh, Navient, for all Navient. of the bull crap that they've been doing to people for years. Navient and Navient again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Dewey, 
who was involved with that Ohio Wright Brothers license plate fiasco. Yeah, and I think the plane was facing in the wrong direction. So. Yeah, they had it all, everything all twisted yeah, around up crazy. there. And Melania Trump. Oh, you did? I remember that story. The plane, the, the license plate came out, and instead of playing like it was flying, like it was landing or something. Yeah, it was something but crazy. But like, like, like you said in your piece earlier, Kettle, mm-hmm. everybody's denying it. It went through 20 different people. I know. They're like, oh, what? Well, I don't know about now, that. I was only looking yeah. at the color of the ink. I, I didn't really look at the plane. My job was only to approve. The... And that's probably what how I was, too. <laughs> I just <laughs> made sure Ohio was spelt right. Yeah. I didn't look at the plane. All I and did then, was... then the other person was to look at the background. The other person was to do... I'm like, well, then one person said, all I did was pay for Starbucks. I ain't had shit to do with it. That's just like, um, you know, about the, the monkey shirts and all that. How many yeah. people did it go through to, to approve? Exactly. Crazy. Yeah. Mm. You're right. Ignorance. Straight um, ignorance. Melania Trump. Yeah. This ridiculous auction situation. For sure. I'm like, girl, if you press for money like that, you might need And that's what it can happen with that election thing. Because mm. sometimes trying to, you know, mm. savage those votes, sometimes you can have too many cooks in the soup. Mm. Everybody in different states trying to do crooked stuff, uh-huh. that stuff could backfire on them. It takes a lot of work to be crooked. You know that? It does. I'm going to tell you right you're now, right. it takes right. a lot of work, man. Mm. Oh, and don't forget the, the guy in the Clearwater, Florida, who had the drugs wrapped around his Oh, yeah. I was going to say that. Yep, 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 yep. He's definitely on the kiss it list because that was just stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody yeah, cocaine else? and methamphetamine. Did we say Trump? All the time. I yeah. thought um, the people you were talking about, um, Navian? Oh, I said Navian. Oh, okay. All right. I said Navian a couple Sounds times. Sounds like that doctor from the... <laughs> remember the doctor for the gymnast women? Oh, Navian. yeah. Sounds like Nasser. Him. Nasser. Nasser, yeah. Navian. Nasty Nasser. Come on, mm-hmm. fucking jail. Yeah, put him on the list again. Oh, he's still, yeah, he's in jail. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, excuse me. I thought he uh-huh. hung himself. He's in jail. Okay. Oh, and one last one. Mm-hmm. All these people who get away with stuff, mm-hmm. these white folks that get away with crimes and barely do time. Oh, and then you have, I've read about um, a black woman who's like, I forgot how old. She's an older older, older black woman. Uh-huh. She did like 40-some years in jail for a crime she did not commit. She just got exonerated and finally got out. Uh-huh. But she did all that time. Like, this stuff keeps on happening. I don't know. I don't get it. So all these people who get away literally with uh-huh. murder, uh-huh. with a slap on the wrist, you're on the kiss it list. And 40 years later, when you get out, the whole regime is different. Oh, the prosecutors, different. the Texans are retired. People, the whole world is different. Yeah, 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 but I'm just saying, anybody yeah. involved in your case, they're gone. Who's the prosecutor? Oh, that was Joe. Yeah, he died. His wife killed him a year ago. Yeah. All kind of crap. Well, anyway. Anybody else? That's it? No, All right. Mm-hmm. We got a special gift for everybody on this week's Kiss It List. Kiss my entire Kiss my ass. You can
Hi, welcome back to John Point One Hills, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. We're down to the last word. I'm going to go to you first, Papa Didi. I just want to, well, you know, we got a little bit of time, so I just want everybody to uh, buckle up for the weather that's allegedly coming. You know, remember last time in the DMV area, we got hammered. (laughs) Hammered with a capital H. But uh, also, you know, try to enjoy you some football this weekend. It's going to be a good weekend for football. All the players is out there. There's no regular games. This is playoff one and done. You know, you got two games tomorrow. You got three games on Sunday, and you got a game on Monday night. Oh, so that's boy. six games all weekend of uh, playoff. Win, winning, move on, lose, and you're out. Okay? And my Eagles are playing, too. So. My Steelers are playing. Oh. Oh. <laughs> we ain't going to talk about the other thing anyway. Yeah, yeah I think Kettle's team got knocked out. Yeah, but it's going to be book. some good football. So. Got, well, other no, than that, look, one good thing about them, they come up with a new name. Yeah, I heard yeah, about someday. that. February second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're waiting. They have a party it. too on a stiff or something. Oh, yeah, like I don't know what parking that's party they calling it. Oh, wow. Why would you even use that term in the world today? <laughs> <laughs> as much crap as they've been in. A, I think yeah. it's on the 5th. That's not a good one. Something. It's I don't know what day of the week that know. is, oh, but God. it's called Park and Party. Oh, God. Of yeah. all the ter- where's the discreetness oh, in that God. title? Oh, that team. They should have just called it bad it's still, idea. It's still drunk. <laughs> it's still drunk as hell. And it's going to be cold a lot. That's your boy Snyder and his wife. They'll probably do it. In, I don't know. No, it's outside in the parking lot. It costs five dollars, and you can just party and they celebrate. Like they're giving away all. They're giving away different paraphernalia from the from the, the new name. Cause they got to oh, get it out they're there. They're trying to get oh, rid of. Yeah. I got to get it out there. You got to get it out there. All, all that the stuff, stuff with the W's on. All the you know, so no, the not the W's. It's gonna be the new stuff. name. Oh, I thought they were trying to get rid of the old stuff. Fight them, burn that. They're probably calling the Washington Generals, like the ones that the Blue Trotters used to beat. Remember Watson General? Yeah, that fake tea. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. So that's your last word. That's my last word. Just be careful and uh, good football this week. Okay. Okay. Well, my last word is watch yourself. Try to avoid breaking the law if they don't treat us fair. So I'm just saying, watch yourself. What's the guy say? Watch yourself. Watch yourself. Shake it fast. Watch yourself. Mystical. Let me you're working with. I'm just saying, you got to really be careful out here because, you know, you go into stuff and things happen and you think, well, I'm just going to be honest and, you know, justice will prevail. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I'm just saying, try not to put yourself in a position where you have to rely on quote-unquote justice. Mm-hmm. That's my last word. What do you say? What's it called? Fools go where angels fill the fear yeah. trail. And Richard Pryor said, when you go and look in the jail, that's what you find, just us. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, what's your last word, Cam? Well, hopefully we're going to get it together this weekend. MLK, hopefully he's going to be yeah. proud and honored. Big Folks celebration. walking across that uh, Frederick Douglass Bridge. Big and celebration. Yeah, and, you know, getting this voting thing together. It's, it's sad that we always have to fight for something. Always. Yeah. It's, it's just sad. Other people live so easy and got to do nothing. Right. And, you know, here yeah. we go again, you know, fighting Even against. the things that you should have, like, by default. Yeah. But like you mm-hmm. said, we got to fight for it. Got to fight. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we're we going to keep going. 
So, you know, hopefully we can continue to fight this crazy pandemic thing, too. Like Papa Diddy say, just get the damn shot. <laughs> so, we no can't, we can't emphasize that enough. But uh, that's, that's who I forgot to put on the kissing list, the governor of Virginia. Oh, God. He said he's going to allow parents to choose whether they want their children to wear a yeah, mask. Yeah, he's trying school. to be safe. What is what, safe too? You know, I think that governor's going to realize that he is governor of a big old state. Mm-hmm. He hanging in Richmond and Alexandria and all these little fancy towns. Mm-hmm. But man, you're you're the you're the governor of down on Accomac. Yeah, all of it. All mm-hmm. Accomac, mm-hmm. you name it. Yeah, all kinds of all. Virginia mm-hmm. goes. Forever. I don't know. So those people in the sticks, he, he got to satisfy them. He got to mm-hmm. satisfy the people in the city. So mm-hmm. And all he's doing now is just talking about yeah. his little rich men and, yeah, we're Alexander and we're going to get yeah, okay. Well, he's so consumed with the critical race theory, which is mm-hmm. not even a real factor. Yeah. But he's trying to make it a thing. Don't teach my white kids no more than they already know. Mm. See, if he can claim he got rid of it or shut it down when it really didn't exist, then he's going to be able to say, all right, I accomplished that. It's like they're not even teaching that in the public schools. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, anyway. But anyway, that was my last one. We'll see what all right. Well, shout out to our listeners. Thanks for hanging with us, everybody from coast to coast. We love you guys. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll do it again next Friday night. You can check us out online at apajamaparty.com. And thanks to our parent company, DCHomegrown.com. Appreciate them. You ain't going to another round conversation. <laughs> I know. This is like, oh, like we have a party after I was sitting back. What the, yeah. what the hell? The after show combo. Oh, Bob's going. Clinking uh-uh. <laughs> glasses. All right. Well, we won't be sharing that online. So we'll catch you guys again next Friday night. We'll be doing it all over again. And again, uh, like I said, check us out online. And tell a friend. Tell a neighbor. We appreciate it. Uh, I think that's about it. Gonna say good night. Get on out of here. Good night. Say good night, Papa Didi. Good night. Say good night, Kevin. Good night. And good night, everybody. Adios. Bonsoir. Arrivederci. Ciao. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arrivederci, Sayonara, and all that sort of shit. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night.